2: Market moving insight and analysis join Jim Cramer, David Faber and me, Carl Quintanilla on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. Futures are steady coming off the first loss in five for stocks, trying to avoid the first back to back loss in three weeks. Uh, Bank earnings roll on with Goldman, Wells, B of A, and at least seven Fed speakers are on the docket today. Our roadmap begins with bank earnings in focus. BAC, Goldman, Wells all crossing the tape, highlighting a diverging story about resilience in the face of the pandemic.
0: Carl, I'm going to send it back to you. Uh, Oh, wait, I got it. Uh, Trial is paused. The FDA reportedly uncovering quality control concerns at an Eli Lilly plant set to manufacture its COVID antibody treatment. And Apple debuts its new 5G phone lineup of note for investors and customers alike. Speedier devices also coming with an even heftier price tag. Carl, back over to you.
2: All right, Jim, on the banks this morning, a conversation once again about loss provisions, although also about bond trading at Goldman.
4: Well, look, I don't think it's just bond trading. I think that uh, Goldman did a remarkable job actually taking some share, which I say remarkable because imagine you're at home, you're Zooming. And you're taking share from others. Uh, I do believe that Goldman's back to its old ways, uh, which is that it's a dry cleaner. It doesn't have any risk. Remember, a dry cleaner. What do we do with a dry cleaner? We give them our clothes and then we pick them up and they make money. And that has been the Goldman way until a couple of years where I think it got a little wayward, where it became much more about, hey, let's invest in this. Let's invest in that. No, I mean, to me, what they're investing in that I really like is they're investing in their phone. Where is my phone? Uh, well, you know, right here, they're investing in the credit card, for heaven's sake. The credit card, it's got unbelievable pull. Uh, it is really something that I did not think Goldman would do because a lot of people felt that they were going to lose a lot of money in it. Instead, it's working. It's contactless. Uh, of course, Apple won't let you say how many they have. But on all of these things, on the, the dry cleaner aspect, on this taking in fixed income, on the growth of the credit card, uh, which, uh, which I think once we start traveling, is going to be terrific. David, I've got to tell you, I think it's old Goldman. Of course, they can't buy back stock. The book value, David, is so high versus where the stock is. What do you say happens here?
0: What do I say happens here? I think rates probably went out yet again. Nobody wants to invest in this sector, Jim. No. Okay. That doesn't seem to matter, does it? How would you term those earnings yesterday? I mean, a lot of people made, city did uh, made they said, "Listen, the 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 uh, the, the uh, reserve releases were very helpful." Um, you talked about the calls. You you mentioned that at this very right. time, prior to when they sort of at least the city one had uh, had gotten underway, those stocks didn't react well. Yesterday. No, when uh, and and so, well, so Citi we
4: pulled things down because city yeah. realized that they are spending a billion on technology yeah, every year. Bank of America spends three billion. I mean, maybe, maybe the whole book value is screwed up maybe. because of how much they have to spend.
0: Maybe. I mean, listen, to your point, Goldman's numbers were quite strong. I'm looking through all the it's slides the old here. Goldman,
4: but, but you're right, David. It's a cohort. Um, the ETFs can be, you know, it's ETFs are like uh, Newton. OK, it's gravity. It pulls them down.
0: You know, yeah, uh, but global markets were quite strong. Net revenues and equities up 10 percent over the third quarter. Maybe. To your point about book value, maybe when I'm just CCAR looking happens. through things that I, I net revenues, and consumer banking, obviously, is hardly anything at this point still for them. Just sort of trying to see. We talk about Marcus so often. It's right. still a, a decimal point. Basically, it's a rounding error. For
4: well, them. have you ever seen David Solomon be a DJ? Uh, no, I've never seen him in I have person. great pictures of it. He's really amazing. What does that have to do with Marcus? Nothing at all. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to distinguish him from the rest of the banks. I got it. I got but, it. But, David, you're right. You're right. Steven Schur, by the way, is a tough guy. Yes. He's not like the previous CFO. CFO. I don't want to cross him. Right. Do you feel like crossing him? Um, I, I actually like him. Reuters crossed him the other day. Did they? Yeah. I got no issues with him. No, no, for you. Well, I just think that, look, it's a good quarter. It's the best house in the worst neighborhood that I've come across other than Concho. And, and Concho and Conoco, good. Two drunk sailors get together.
0: Uh, that's a Bloomberg story you're referring to. We'll keep well, an eye on Concho's
4: shares. So therefore it's not
0: real? Actually, what you no, then? I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just referencing where it comes from because it's not as though there's been an
4: announcement. No announcement. There's no press release. But this I'm saying there's oil and gas. That's tobacco. Okay, Carl, oil and gas are tobacco, totally uninvestable, okay? I mean, I don't care. Mass limited parts there's natural gas. I, I, I don't care. Conoco, do whatever the hell you want, okay? I, I don't really care. Then there's banks, and banks, there's some that are investable, hoping that one day they'll raise rates. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Goldman's considered a bank. It's not considered uh, an investment bank. Uh, when we see Morgan Stanley, uh, I, you know, James Gorman will come one, I hope. Uh,
0: yeah, I think he might. Right. I think we got a shot. I'm public plea now. I think got the, a, the behind the scenes. plea failed. I know. Now I'm going publicly. I did. He, he did come on last week with another show. Well, he's on so much. I to think he's overexposed. The Eaton Vance deal. But to your point, they have a very different complexion at Morgan Stanley. Yeah, so does Goldman. Goldman Sachs. Goldman does versus certainly versus Wells Fargo, yes, or Bank of America. Well, Wells
4: Fargo. Yeah, stagecoach needs a little work there. Wells but, did not come in uh, particularly No, but Carl, well. uh, the main thing I'm saying is is that there's one day there'll be differentiation, but right now there isn't. Citi was able to pull down everything. I mean, the city call was a not great call. And I don't know, Charlie Scharf, media shy. What do you think? Will he be media shy if the <laughs> Senate <laughs> goes Democrat and uh, Elizabeth Warren's head of the, the uh, Banking Committee, David? What do you think that would be like? What, Ron, you think right. he, well, I don't know. There he is. I don't know. Uh, Carl, I'll tell you it will be like. It will be awful. <laughs> There's his. It'll uh, yep, be in,
2: yeah, Well, OP we'll act. see. There's a lot of interesting commentary on the trajectory of the race and how polling may or may not be right. But but Jim, larger, larger 30,000 feet, have we answered the question yet about how deposits can be so strong and loan growth be so weak? Well, why aren't these banks uh, taking a gamble on the American consumer if they say such nice things about the recovery? Well,
4: I think they'll take a gamble if you have a business that you're not afraid of. I mean, I think social distancing and... Uh, the way that you have to have just a few people in your restaurant uh, or whatever store you have has made it so that it may not be worth borrowing right now. I and mean, I think that's part of the problem. This is is that there's just and plus the, the whole country's in flux city into suburb. So you got to give that time in order to be able to foment new stores. And they will happen. I mean, I was speaking to one of the big bankers at one of these banks this morning. He said, listen, it's only a matter of time before new stores come up to replace the old stores. But right now, to take a loan in order to expand is so foolhardy because you have no idea whether the customers will come if there's a second or third wave. David, have you noticed that people down south are telling us that we're sissies?
0: Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't feel good about that at all. And I don't agree with that in any way, shape or form. I,
4: I won't go to the Eagles. And I was invited to the Eagles to be one of the new uh, uh, people. You know, they sent a ma- um, memo out.
0: But before we start talking about the divisions in our country again, took, uh, can, we come back? The division can we come back football? to the banks? We didn't really get through them here. We talked no. about Goldman and then you had, you know, you got very upset about it. And uh, Wells did not do particularly well, although to Carl's point on deposits, As a reflection, especially of the state of the U.S. consumer, at least some of them, it's extraordinary. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. J.P. Morgan up 30 percent. Think about those numbers. I know. Citi up 16 percent. Bank of America, which we haven't talked about, up 23 percent. And even Wells up 8 percent. Even Wells Fargo actually added deposits. Um, Yeah, everybody added deposits. You know, is that a function of of people not taking trips, of people not spending money on going out, people aren't on doing people. Anything. What are they doing? They're well, That's doing not true. Nothing. They're redoing their homes. Well, no, that's, we know that's that. fine.
4: They'll put some. They'll make a. Uh, they'll make an office in their home. Remember, Goldman did incredibly well with people who were at home.
0: And the other point is that the the provisions for loan losses have not been what was anticipated in terms of at least from a negative perspective, right. Jim. They haven't been. Well, I mean, look, now, maybe it's all coming. And if we don't get the aid from Congress that everybody seems to think we need and right. you certainly believe we need Absolutely. for those who we don't talk about enough, right. the, uh, not the big companies. Uh, maybe it starts to filter in, but so, at this point, it's still not there in the
4: data. Well, but look at the forbearance in Barrett's terms of the numbers, loan loss provision. The people who are who are on forbearance. Yeah. Uh, do you know that? Well, that uh, you know, Moy was very happy that eighty percent of them are now paying. It's even higher at Bank of America. They've got ninety percent. How about those twenty percent? Have we just forget them I know. because of the fight between the Nancy uh, the Speaker Pelosi and Secretary Mnuchin? That's not right. No, it's not right. Well, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, Carl, I see tremendous value in how much Bank of America, I'm going to just highlight that for a second, giving to banks in minority areas. We can't forget that. This is the kind of thing that we now must think about. And I think I have to praise them for what they're doing. I know J.P. Morgan's offering branches in those areas, but if we don't talk about it, then there'll be no shame for the banks that do nothing.
2: No, it's true. Uh, I mean JPM spending 30 billion on on, on racial equality measures That's over fabulous. five years. But to David's larger point Jim, uh, you know Barkins on the tape this morning saying that 29% of the stimulus was spent, 35% was put into savings or debt payment, right? A lot of that money uh, just went into building a cushion for households because they didn't know what was coming either. Well, I, look, I mean who know
4: who knew that things could get somewhat under control in some areas. By wearing masks, who knew that the people who still think that masks don't matter? Those people are, um, they're Luddites, and, and they are, um, frankly, uh, the world is flat to them. But I, I do think that we've made a lot of progress. I think the therapeutic is good. I don't think the lily's such a setback. I think people are feeling, feeling brave, more brave. But I just worry about the cold. I worry about flu. I mean, I think, it, look about all the people who's, how many people used to sneeze on you all the time? David, sneezing on you means you're going to the hospital.
0: Well, it doesn't. And if you're wearing a mask and the other person is wearing a mask, you're in a much better position. True.
4: Thank you for saying that and correcting my hyperbole. It was see, I was hyperbole, David.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see
0: that our producers are putting something on the screen here that I guess they want us to talk about this uh, exclusive Reuters story about uh, some some manufacturing issues at Lilly. It doesn't necessarily have to do with anything with the trial that they halted yesterday uh, for their uh, antibody cocktail. Um, it relates separately, but. You know, Jim, we're getting closer and closer every day. Yes. We're going to hear from Pfizer. Uh, we're getting closer. We, we know Regeneron, actually, it's not a drug, of course. It's a company that makes the antibody cocktail as well um, that, the, that the president used to great effect, it would seem. Uh, we know those are getting closer. Lilly did pause, but we assume they will resume. There'll be some availability. Bill Gates, you heard him talking to Becky Quick earlier. There will be some availability of these therapeutics fairly soon. Let's listen to what Mr. Gates had to say in terms of how things are going to roll out over the next few months.
1: As we worked with all the different antibody companies, we ended up picking Eli Lilly as our partner. And so that antibody's gone into the factory uh, we reserved, uh, and it takes, it'll takes. it be until March before we have substantial volume coming, coming out of that. In the meantime, Eli Lilly has offered up 100,000 doses. Once they get approval, that will go to the low and middle income countries. And so we'll learn how to do the delivery as that factory capacity. We have ramps up. So we're very excited about that. We hope uh, that the safety, efficacy, all these things uh, get cleared because it, it could save uh, hundreds of thousands of lives. Uh, Jim, you know, that was a. F- Fascinating to
0: listen to him. And he is so knowledgeable and obviously talks with Anthony Fauci a great deal as well. Right. So knowledgeable in terms of infectious diseases, which has been a focus of the Gates Foundation for years prior, of course, to this pandemic.
4: Well, look, one of the things that, that, uh, that David Ricks has to do, with Eli Lilly, he has to talk about the mobile vans and how many lives he's saved with his therapeutic in nursing homes, senior living. I'm surprised he didn't do that. I know he's not going to brag on a day when the the, uh, the feds are saying that maybe his factories aren't good, but this man has saved a lot. Lilly has saved a lot of lives with his therapeutic already. This is not some experimental drug that has not been used, but it's the nature of Eli Lilly. Perhaps it's Indiana and the way they are, meaning that they are hardcore people who do not promote themselves. I'll promote David Ricks Carl, this thing has worked for and saved many lives. It's not like it's just like one person has been hurt. They have helped a lot of people. He should come on. He should call in right now because he, he's working remote. David Ricks, not David Faber. I don't look up. David Ricks, please call in right now because I know how much you've done to help people in nursing homes.
2: Uh, Jim, it's a good point because so much attention this week on Lily and AZN. Uh, and J&J and some of these, uh, these some of these pauses. We'll take a break here. Uh, a lot of commentary to get to including either upgrades or price targeting uh, increases for Tesla, Activision, Netflix. We're going to watch Apple a day after that event uh, with the new iPhone. We'll hear what Tim Cook had to say about that as the company bets on 5G. Don't
5: go anywhere. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Adinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Every decade, there's a new generation of technology that provides a step change in what we can do with our iPhones. The next generation is here. Today is the beginning of a new era for iPhone. That's Tim Cook at yesterday's Apple iPhone product event talking about the new iPhones that support 5G. Jim, Uh, that surprise appearance by Hans Vestberg, who uh, even today is talking about nationwide service to 200 million Americans.
4: Uh, Look, I, I think Hans is really a kind of different CEO. Now, he. It, 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 he's not the former. He's not John Ledger. OK, it's, it, it, let's make that point, he, because Ledger uh, is a different sort of executive from everyone. But Hans Vester, he comes in to that meeting and he makes me feel like I have got to go get the phone. Sorry, Tim. Tim knows. Tim does a great job. But now I've got to get the phone. This phone is slow. I try to watch a lot of things on this phone and it's just not good enough. So I want that phone. It, it is gorgeous. And it does look the cracking thing. I mean, I don't know about you. I cracked my phone in Mexico, and it was it. It was like, it was like my lifeline. And I cracked it, and I got the splinters. You know, get the glass splinters. David, I don't know if you ever got the glass splinters. No, I haven't, thankfully. I haven't. And then my wife put, the, good, put it in the washing machine. Good case She put on the it. eight in the washing machine. Yeah. Claims that she didn't know. It was in my pants.
0: She put it in the washing machine.
4: Yeah. David, and then she put it in a bag of rice and told me it'd be better. Well, a bag of rice.
0: Got to do your own laundry. I guess that's the lesson well, there. Yeah, there's hey, that's listen. a real takeaway, Dave. You got that. Well, I'll give you another takeaway. And this okay. is from Craig Moffat, who we like to listen to. Of course, Moffat Nathanson. He says Verizon is the big winner here in terms of his report, at least, being the good news. They bet big, of course, on millimeter wave spectrum. We've talked about that because there's always been some questions. Can it actually get through the trees and things like that? But he says, listen, Apple's now bet big with them. This wasn't a foregone conclusion. Uh, It's a clear victory for Verizon that Apple nonetheless went all in on millimeter wave. Both of Verizon's two main mm wave bands, 28 gig and uh, 39 as well, are supported across the new handset lineup. And, of course, Hans Vestberg was there. And that lends credence, he says, to the idea that Apple may view Verizon's deployment of millimeter wave as a differentiator, perhaps not relative to AT&T. Or T-Mobile, Jim.
4: Oh, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It is. I, look, I, as a Verizon guy, I, always hectored by John Ledger, who's not there anymore, although he still hectors me in direct message. Yes, we, I
0: get direct messages yeah, as well but, from him. Always happy to hear from John Ledger. Hope he gets another job somewhere soon.
4: Oh, we, he yeah. and I are talking about a gig.
0: Yeah, all right. But yeah. Tell me your thoughts here on this that I just shared with
4: you. Uh, um, you know what? I, I have been waiting. Do you remember uh, uh, Hans Vesper's predecessor? Of course I do. Of course. Lowell Lowell promised to me in the San Francisco, the one it was the uh, Super Bowl, it was the one with the Panthers. Yep. Uh, He said, look, it's going to be here. We're all going to use it. But that was a long time ago. It's finally here. And I feel like we got to use it. Right. I felt very like China yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you felt like China. Yesterday? China has it everywhere. They have they, it everywhere. We don't have it everywhere. We have it starting, but not you just really. Said, I, available. I saw the
4: ads. You said we have it everywhere. Yeah,
0: well, what, the ads are a lie. You call them a liar. I'm just saying that. Well, are you able to get up on it right now? I don't know. I have 4G. Or you've got a 4G, right? So, I, by the way, so does everybody else. I want the 5G. I'm sure you do. Carl, and this you'll was, soon be able to have it available. Uh, whether or not, I'd be curious to see how many places it actually works.
4: How many people called this a yawn? What I really loved is like Tim Cook had not got on the stage, and there were commentators, and you know who they are, who are saying, oh, this is a real yawn. This is not anything. I mean, what do they do? Like, I mean, they just, they T-Mobile just and
0: AT&T, Jim, already have 5G, but it's in low frequencies in terms of their coverage. And small block widths for the spectrum mean oh, the user great. experience not really any better than 4G
4: right now. Well, I think Verizon, well, I don't know. I'll, I have to go test it. Yeah. Yeah. Hans Vestberg, come on, David. The question he's, is Hans Vesberg. What about him? He's, I, I think he has a reputation for honesty and for, for, for getting it right.
0: Verizon has always been on the network. That's right. always been it. That's a been fortune. the focus, beginning with Ivan Seidenberg. The if, all the decisions, many right. of them being tail the gunner, right decisions that he made. in Vietnam
4: and on then, a uh, helicopter. Right,
0: yep, Bronx boy, and then on to Lowell McAdam, and now to Mr. Vestberg. They have it, not gone the way AT&T has. It's been a very different approach. But don't forget T-Mobile, which really
4: is the story of the last 10 years yeah, of wireless. No, that's absolutely true. But, Carl, I've got to tell you. I felt different. Hans Vestberg was a surprise. I think the phone is a surprise. I think that this fact that stock was down was because it was up six the day before, which is stupid. That's those people that, <laughs> yeah, that's those people that David's talking about. They're like, oh, there is a big unveiling. I'll buy the stock beforehand and then I will profit. David, these people are what? What do you think these people are? Are they chowderheads? Are they Mountbanks? Are they knaves? I think I think it was
2: bespoke yesterday, Jim, that said of uh, of iPhone events, I think four days out of 15 have seen the stock rise on the day of the event. So that was classic Apple fashion. Well, uh, to be sure. I don't know. We'll take a break here. Uh, We'll get to UNH, which has some pretty interesting commentary raising guide for the full year, but saying that next year is going to be incredibly hard to predict. We're back in a
5: minute. CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open midday and close every weekday. Markets, money, and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Ettinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts. All
0: right, we've got two minutes before we get started with trading on uh, hump day here. But uh, you want to talk again about this concho, potential concho deal reported By Bloomberg that has ConocoPhillips and talks to buy them.
4: Yeah, well, look, I I think that ConocoPhillips is actually well-financed. Remember, they actually raised their dividend by a penny. I thought that was curious uh, last week. But you know what? Concho is a company. I think this is what's incredible. You're talking about a company that paired costs radically, that has fabulous Permian, fabulous Permian, Delaware Basin. We always want to be in the Delaware Basin. But this is what's really important. The market cap of this company, three years ago, was 20 billion and now it's at eight with a good balance sheet and absolutely fantastic properties. It makes total sense. This is one of those uh, oil companies, David, that cut back. Remember how there was this headlong, look, let's just drill, drill, drill? Yes. No, this company showed discipline and for their discipline, maybe they get picked off. Fabulous presentation at Barclays. Less than uh, about a month ago, where you can see their fantastic Permian positions. I am sure that uh, this would be additive to Conoco, and it makes a ton of sense. This is not, David, while I have you. Yes. This is not like the Occidental Anadarko it's a little more like the Noble, but that's a very small deal. Okay, right, Chevron noble, buying Chevron. Noble, and that
0: obviously gave and, natural gas uh, off the coast of Israel the, and Egypt. The
4: Leviathan field, David. Yes. You're so right. If they can get that pipeline into Greece, they could get rid of the whole gas prom. Right, the whole uh, Russian into Europe thing. But they won't do it. Who won't do it? The uh, countries will block it. Oh, really? I'm hoping that Chevron...
0: But right, that was an interesting deal, as you point out, a small deal for Chevron. This would be a larger deal in terms of ConocoPhillips, but would give them, as you say, the Permian and good assets there, which continues to be our Saudi Arabia.
4: Yes. And Concho has long been considered to be one of the smarter companies. So this makes a ton of sense if they do it. By the way, WPX did a deal. I don't know if you saw that little deal. Yeah. Now that yeah, is, with Devon Energy. Yeah. The really interesting thing about that, David, I'll give you a little hint. Rick Moncrief is going to run that company. Now he's from WPX. Devin didn't get is not going to run the company, and that's because Rick Moncrief huh. is known as the man who built Continental Resources. Not a person we have on the t- all a lot on. The t-
0: no. Time. I don't remember. I don't know him. I remember Sidney. You don't Mon- know Rick Moncrief? Sidney Moncrief, I remember. Great basketball player. Great, great defensive basketball
4: oh, player. Oh my God, he great outside. Well, UCLA. Yeah. Play for UCLA.
0: Yeah, didn't he play for Milwaukee too for years? I forget. Yeah.
4: yeah. No. Yeah, Yeah, play for the Bucs, David. But one thing that I I want to point out about Rick Moncrief is I was in a helicopter with him uh, looking at the uh, looking at everything in the Bakken. And after like an hour, I realized I was with the Einstein of oil.
0: Huh? Einstein of oil, the Einstein of oil, not the Niels Bohr of oil, No. not the Von Neumann of oil. No, not. No, Caesar of oil. Braun. No, not not uh, no. Okay, not no. the Edward Teller I, of oil. I did, I
4: did not say Carl, I did not say Da Vinci because we know who Da Vinci is. Yes, we do. Jensen. Jensen Long. Look at that stock, Carl. Look at Nvidia. Will you look at that? Uh will yeah, burn your eyes out uh, if you watch it too closely. Remember,
2: it's it's seen it's seen worse days, that's for sure, Jim. Uh oh, yeah. UNH is going to be our laggard on the Dow uh this morning, Jim, as they say uh, going into 2021, we envision stepping out initially with a more conservative all in 2021 starting point uh, just because the economic impacts from covid at this point, as you were saying a moment ago about what the winter portends is just going to be. It's hard to call right now.
4: A lot of delayed surgery, a lot of delayed everything. Uh, I don't know about you. I, I know so many people have delayed things because they're afraid to go to a hospital, uh, but they're going to start doing it because they, they're feeling more emboldened. So but remember, UNH has often lowered expectations. Uh, and, and every time they do that, if take a look at the chart, every time you do that, you have to buy. So let's not panic on UNH. Those who are furiously selling it, remember that it does come back. Look at the chart. They always are conservative, and then they crush the numbers. I like the way they are. I think it's good. Remember, they're independent of the uh, ACI, David.
0: Meaning what? They pulled out. They're not in the exchanges. Yeah, not in any exchanges. Right.
4: Unlike Cigna, which is. And uh, well, and centine centine. Yeah, right. Carl, these exchanges are so variable that you have to if you're Democrat or Republican, you've got to realize that it's just, it just it needs some change. Well, it does. But we, I mean, what is going to
0: be November 10th is when the Supreme Court hears that on the ACA. Right. So think, it all could go away.
4: That would be unbelievable. How many people would be un uncovered?
0: It'd be uh, yeah. Be a lot of people goes back to Carl, of course, to the hearings going on continue today and the many questions that uh, Amy uh, Barrett has gotten on uh, how she would rule on that. Of course, she says not much.
2: Right. Didn't get a whole lot uh, of guidance on her legal views, per se, nope. uh, yesterday. But uh, day two of Q&A continues. Uh, Jim, Netflix up almost two percent. Uh, we got a new street high out of Heath Terry over at Goldman. It goes to 670. Uh, they do report next week. Actually, uh, it was Goldman, Jim Cowan at six twenty five now and Piper at five thirty four. Yeah, we're now playing uh, that game. a lot of optimism going into that print.
4: Yeah, we're playing that game. It's interesting because uh, Netflix is, again, like Roku, all part of the same trade. It's the go. It's the go nowhere, do nothing trade. Uh, that's why Domino's does so well. I mean, you literally just what do people do? I mean, I got together the other day. I, I mentioned on the show that I got together with 20 people. Can I just tell you it was outside? Do you know the heat I got? From people who said, how could you, you are so irresponsible, 20 people. It was outside.
0: Okay. Uh, I took the subway yesterday. You did? I did. What do you think of that?
4: Did you have an N95 one? There I am. Is that an N95? No, that's just
0: everybody was masked. Look how clean it is. Perfectly pleasant. You took a picture of it to show me. Uh, well, I actually sent it to Todd, going an s- our executive I producer. I took a picture to of me going him. to my garden. And to my producer, Kerry. I just wanted them to both know. I'm so proud of you. Um, you're really something. It's very quiet, very clean, because they clean it every night now. Everybody was in a mask, and it's still the best way to go around town. Yeah. Well, how many people versus usual? Uh, I'd say it's like 30% of capacity, somewhere in there. That's 30. what it is in Philadelphia, too. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I take the subway in Philadelphia. When? I go to the Eagles, but I'm not going to uh,
0: Eagles. No, you're not.
4: I mean, they you offer are offer, having 20 people. I was outside, offered tickets yesterday fun. and I'm not going to go back to
0: Netflix for a moment there, my yeah. friend. Uh, We've got some other notes here. Also, I what, think, the Piper. Uh, no, um, Moffat Nathanson was out as well. Remains, of course, atop the SVOD market, maintaining over 70 percent penetration of streaming households. Total market continues to grow. Um, you know, interesting, though, how many people now are using it on a daily basis versus uh, versus kind of a few times a week. Users streaming content on a daily basis at Netflix, flat at 43%, Jim. Yeah, but While what? 36% used it a few times a week. That well, was down cool. about 3%. Carl,
4: well, it basis. used to be that you needed to have a water cooler kind of production. Remember, they'll drop a production and more people sign up. There's nothing. There's nothing. Like, well, I'm trying to figure out what they did this. I mean, I want to see if Amazon's doing better because the boys is so great. You know. Yeah. But better, you know, first of all, they
0: all are dealing with these this production gap that is going to make their libraries or what they have available uh, a little more paltry than it's been in the past. Are they
4: going to do bubbles like a Toronto bubble like the NBA? We can fill some. No,
0: I mean, there are things, Carl, I believe you you follow this stuff closely. There are things that are back in production, I believe. But it's 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 not uh, uniform at all, is it?
2: No, and we've seen a couple instances where, at least on uh, on major films like Batman, you know, uh, COVID case, got to shut the set for two weeks. So incrementally, uh, there's been a, a bit of a slowdown. But I guess, Jim, the larger point is that uh, the flywheel goes beyond Netflix. Every uh, incremental streaming service feeds the idea that cord cutting uh, continues, right?
4: Yeah, you'll see Roku up. I mean, people can't resist recommending Roku. They just can't. I mean, it's like, well, let's take Roku up. The company by itself is, is very non-promotional, but it's one of those stocks. You know, it's the Roku, Peloton. We know what they are, right? And then, uh, and then you get Fistly. It's actually Fastly, but a, a, a competitor who also does gambling calls it Fistly, and then people buy it. He says, go buy Fistly. I'm not kidding. Everybody, by the way, the uh, Robin Hoodies, they uh, got gobsmacked uh, by Royal Caribbean, raising a little money right in their faces. Man, look
0: at this name.
4: What? Fastly. Oh, no, Fastly is is the one they use. Right. It's like, let's buy Fistly today. $13 billion market value. You know, let's put the the multiple to
0: sales here. Any idea at this point, Jim? I haven't. You followed it, I
4: know, fairly closely. It's certainly over. They're trying to get it, I think, to pass Snowflake. Right. Right. Isn't that the goal? Uh, 13 billion dollar uh, market capitalization that uh, not a lot of not a, not a lot of, of earnings there, David, when you think about it, mm-hmm. like zero. But it's fi- but Fistly has a, a following and it's actually called Fastly, but it has a following like the old days. It's like, a, David, it's become like, uh, you know, when the Beatles came to New York. Yes. Or, or do something more recent. I don't know. They have a following like who, uh, who, who? Who do your kids follow? My kids, Depends. Taylor, Taylor Swift,
0: maybe not really. I mean, no. I don't know, like Justin Bieber a few years ago, wasn't he one of the biggest? Well, they're owners?
4: going from 200 billion. Carl, they're going from 298 million in revs to, to guess 400 so. in revs, and that is attractive to this cohort. It's like they're trying to get tickets. They come in every day and they try to get tickets <laughs> to shows, and this is the Fisley show, which, by the way, produces fast internet. For none other than I have to mention, because David has it in TikTok, and a, the New York Times was just recommended today. That's who fast. What fastly does? Right. They make it fastly. Right. It's like nicely, 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 and Guys and Dolls. Fastly, fastly. Uh, and and
0: when it comes to TikTok, by the way, we still got to wait for that judge uh, less than a month from now, right? A few weeks from now, when we're going to get a ruling in terms of whether the U.S. can prevent it from essentially operating here. Uh, we haven't heard anything on that deal, by the way, Jim.
4: At all. Just Remember crickets. Remember that? Oracle, crickets. Walmart, nothing. Just crickets. You want another one that they're in? That they go to every day? The hoodies? Tell me. Fiverr. Online marketplace. F-V-R-R. Put that one up. This is what they go for. This is what? This is like K2. This is so dangerous. Look at this one. What does it do? Does it matter? No, but what does it do? Well, it does. It's an online marketplace for selling. You know, a lot of you know your good services. They help actually help you. If you want to design something, they'll go over and help you. They have actual people who help you Photoshop. It's actual. It makes your business come alive with pleasure. Well, you look at that. That's Carl. That is this new this new cohort. Um, They like stocks that go higher. They're not buying that Wells is, Fargo. That
0: is unreal.
4: 675 <laughs> percent. We have to ask them if they know what it does. Uh, we need a quiz.
2: <laughs> is that the new <laughs> test for your. Uh, yeah. For, like,
4: do you know what the business does? They have no I think idea. it would be radical. It'd be radical if they knew what it did. They have it's no a Tel Aviv idea. company. I no don't it. know. You don't know what it does either. Well, and they help you. It's actually a person. Oh, who they helps help you. you. Yeah. Oh, person helps that you. explains a lot. They help you. Yeah, they help you. They're, they're here to help. They're into Etsy, by the way, because of masking. Because Etsy sells hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, of the Robin Hooders. The Robin Hooders. What are you calling
0: them now? Hoodies? The Robin Hoodies. The Hoodies.
4: The Hoodies. Um, no offense to... Zuckerberg doesn't guys, wear the Hoodies anymore. He wears a really nice sweater. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I believe... I, it's off the rack. Your little boy's growing up. Do you know that there's a suit place in Westchester that outfitted him, and it's got a picture of him? Really? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Driver. Um, Fiverr. Maybe. Listen, here's a name that maybe some of them would know. And I mentioned it this morning because it's not one that comes up often. But I took a look at it this morning because there was um, uh, some new research on it. Um, The New York Times. Have you seen the shares of the New York Times over the last five years? That's a
4: great piece of research. It says basically game, set, match. They're the only ones that have a they can have 13 million
0: subscribers. NYT, unique opportunity to scale. It's paid subscriber base in a growing global premium news market. Yeah. Uh, And they have a fifty five dollar price target. Have you noticed that the president doesn't call it the failing New York Times anymore? Well, it's hard to call it. And that's Morgan Stanley, by the way. Hard to call it failing when you look at what's happened over the last five years. I mean, this thing's now got an actual market cap over seven billion dollars. They figured it. out. Salzburgers are living
4: large again. They figured out, Carl, it is a juggernaut. They figured out the paid model. It turned out that the free model wasn't so great. Other, you know, they almost all went out of business. No, digital and is digital is working for them. Did they have they benefited from the Trump presidency? Very much so. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can you imagine if someone boring that became president? Maybe the numbers would go down. It's possible. They are a lot of engagement. You know, they're considered to be. I, I'm reading hoax right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Fox does well. 30th period. Hoaxes? whose book? That's uh, Stelter. Stelter's book. Stelter. Stelter. Got it. Yep. Not bad. Carl. That was a very interesting upgrade. Uh, indeed, it's, Jim. It's got, it's got real movement. Yeah. A lot of the upgrades are do are, are, are they have real action today? This is I have no Fiverr. Yeah. Fiverr though. We got to talk more Fiverr and Fastly. That's what we're talking about. Period.
2: What well, we did we didn't we didn't get to Peloton. New Street High 144 at Truest. Um, we didn't get to some of the downgrades, Jim, of stocks that we talked a lot about early in the pandemic. Kroger cut at Wells. I know. Uh, Constellation cut at Atlantic. Right.
4: Oh, that was that was painful. They say depletions are bad. Kroger, very competitive. The actual were actually the piece read like a like a and, and like an upgrade. I don't know. They didn't want to friend Kroger. You know why they didn't want to offend Kroger? Because has anyone ever spoken to Rodney? To Rodney mcMullen I once said something negative about Kroger, and I, you know, I, I was, like, going to cry after I spoke to him. He was mad at you? No! The opposite! Oh. He, he said, listen, he wanted to explain why I was wrong. Oh, okay. Well, that's a better approach. It was I a great approach. I think that always works.
0: I think that works well. Uh, a lesson for all chief executives who get upset with By they the way, says, uh, maybe one day work. Charlie Scharf will have that conversation with me, <laughs> as opposed to Charlie you. Charlie Sharp! That Wells Fargo is down about three percent. He's a sweetheart. Uh, and Bank of America also down almost three percent. Who's nicer? Who's nice Stephen
4: Schur or Charlie Sharp? who?
0: What? Who's nicer? Stephen Schur or Charlie Sharp? They're both very serious, rigorous guys. They are. How about that?
4: I like them. them. They are rigorous.
0: Right. Carl, over to you. Siri. Yeah.
2: Modest gains here, guys. Nasdaq's in the lead. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob.
3: Hello, Carl. Uh, Happy Wednesday, everybody. Mixed open today. Three to two advancing to declining stocks. Uh, Take a look at the sectors. Uh, Oil's creeping back up again towards $41. That's helping energy out. The banks are mixed. uh, Mixed reporting uh, there. We'll get to that. Industrials, okay. Materials, healthcare a little bit on the downside. That's mixed here. Um, All over the place. Goldman had a big beat on uh, on the earnings, just top line. Bank of America was about in line. P&C and U.S. Bancorp, I love watching the Super Regionals. They had good numbers overall here. The only one really light was Wells Fargo and a lot of moving parts there. Net interest margin was on the light side, and they have a big mortgage division kind of all over the place. I just want to show you here about just generally what we know about the banks so far. Even with um, mostly earnings beat and lower credit provisions, it's hard to move the stocks forward here. The credit provisions are definitely lower. Deposits are increasing. But the big question is, if you don't have a trading operation, how do you make money in your bank? You get loan growth, which is fairly tepid. You get a change in the net interest margin, and that's not happening. That's basically flat to lower. Or maybe fees. You can get them. They're up slightly for some of them because the mortgage applications are higher. That's why fees have been increasing. But look at U.S. Bank Corp. They're in Minneapolis. This is a big commercial slash consumer business very broad very good company to look at to get an idea what the consumer and uh, commercial loans are doing their average loans are down quarter over quarter this is commercial is down but look you see all that residential mortgage increase they've been doing gangbusters on the mortgages we've been reporting that credit cards are generally up slightly higher as well quarter over quarter so there's a little bit of good news and a little bit of bad news there the bad news is banks are going nowhere this year the bank etf is down thirty percent folks thirty percent year-to-date that's the problem overall now earnings are better than expected overall but this whole wall street versus main street thing is still very much alive and that's because there's a real difference in how the earnings are coming in here so spending on goods is generally increased overall but spending on services has decreased well that's a big thing remember wall street versus main street services are a big part of the main street economy not so much on the Wall Street economy. Services, is a percentage of U.S. economic activity is 83 percent, but it's only 50 percent or so of the S&P profits. So when you have skewed more towards production of goods than Main Street, production of goods are higher. This is all helping Wall Street. This is a main reason our profits are demanding, why Wall Street seems to be uh, doing better than Main Street overall. That's the important distinction. Of course, we have uh, the mega cap names benefiting from work from home as well. More on the differences between Wall Street and Main Street and the earnings situation coming in at tradertalk.cnbc.com. Carl, back to you. All
2: right, Bob, thanks. Meantime, we continue to sift through some of these Fed headlines today. Let's get to Rick Santelli.
1: You know, whether it's Fed headlines, Carl, or hotter-than-expected producer price index, You look at the intraday of tens, very little response to any of the headlines or any of the recent news or economic releases outside of, hey, we want some stimulus, possibly. You know, the equity markets in the States doing pretty well globally, not doing too bad in Japan, not doing too bad. But it's not the type of economic uh, realities that we are really hoping for because interest rates aren't paired up and correlated with it. I'll show you what I mean. Look at a September 1st start to our 10 years, definitely well off its high yields. Let's look at gilts. This is a month to date of gilts since beginning of September, uh, two months to date. And what you see there is definitely a drift at 21 basis points. It's at the lows of October on a closing basis. Boon yields, This chart goes all the way back to mid-April. They are now at the lowest yields since the end of April. Let's call it five and a half months. And Italian tens at 63, well, they're at all-time forever low yields. And with sovereign yields this low, it's hard to inspire economic confidence, especially outside of some of the issues of governments and central banks applying and helping boost economic data points. Carl, Jim, David, back to you.
2: Thanks so much. Uh, We'll take a look at the markets here. Some modest gains of financials as a sector, almost exactly flat, even as Goldman blows the doors off. Goldman shares are higher, uh, but uh, Bank of America down about 2% and Wells Fargo uh, down about 3%. We're back in a moment. SEC Chair Jay Clayton weighing in on SPACs this morning on Squawk Box. Take a listen.
0: People should understand that that you don't have that institutional investor base kicking the tires around the transaction to the same extent uh, that you would in a traditional IPO. People should understand that. Um, I'm not saying there there are fundamentally problems here. In fact, like I said, I like competition. I like direct listings. I like this type of thing. But it, we need to make sure investors understand the dynamics of the transaction are getting that same good disclosure.
2: comes a day, Jim, after uh, Larry Fink told us that putting pressure on private equity, but there's the chance that there could result in what he called accidents down the road.
4: Well, look, I had uh, a terrific guy, Eric Grudman, on uh, the other day. He has a sports entertainment SPAC, and he was the uh, former uh, executive vice president of the NFL. He ran Constellation, uh, Constellation when that got in trouble. Remember the uh, the, um, the that Baltimore gas and electric, basically? Yeah. Uh, he was a submarine commander before he worked at Goldman as a partner. I have always wanted to invest in a guy like Grubman, but he's never been able to because he's always just been a, a guy who works at a big company. But he's got a terrific spec. and you're backing the person. That's what I think people have to recognize. It's the cult of personality. And if you like the person, then you can back them. Right,
0: but the, the key for, is that for them, they have the ability to raise the money. There's very, very little, if no downside. Obviously, it takes some time. But for the investor, you can decide whether to go in or not. Right? But there's you can pride get redeemed at ten bucks, yeah. But right. you, you know, I so mean, is Gary Cohn that has been. He oh is, well, uh, his partner's probably more important than he is. Cliff Robbins actually a lot more important than Gary Cohn. No offense to Gary. All right, all right. He's been around a lot longer and
4: a lot more savvy. You can't. It's like I, I want to invest in some people. Well, yeah. I can't invest in anybody, except for Fiverr. Just kidding. <laughs>
2: Seriously. As long as you know what it does, Jim. We're golden. They bring uh, we'll take a break it. here. More
4: they, Squawk on the Street album. after the, the break. Jim, let's do some stop trading. All right. Look, it's an unbelievable thing. This guy, Mark Tritton, comes on, takes over what think people think is a failed outfit at Bed Bath and Beyond, and he's changing the merchandise. He's fixing things up, and he actually sold the Christmas tree shops business. He such 80 brick and mortar. He actually sold it. He sold linen and holdings. I thought he was going to just close these. Honest to God, I didn't think he'd get anybody. It ends up with $250 million. I don't know how he talks someone into buying the Christmas tree shops. I've been there. It, you know, in the month of July, no go. So anyway, Mark Tritton is a genius. I, the more he, look at this one, I'll see you fastly and I'll raise you a bed bath.
2: Don't play yeah, the fiber card. don't look that different. Uh, look at that. Uh, Jim, what, what's on Mad tonight?
4: I got VMware and I have Medtronic. Medtronic, they better get their act together. They're getting, they're getting killed and diabetes. But uh, what a show. And uh, David, never forget it. Fiverr and Fastly. Got it. Fiber and fast. And you ask those people what they do, and you know what they say. They go higher.
2: We'll see you at 6, Jim. Mad Money, of course, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.